Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. It's a cold morning here in Bangalore. Praise the Lord. God is good. Let's worship him who's worthy. Hallelujah. We give you thanks. We give you thanks. We give you thanks. Hallelujah. I'm forever grateful to you. I'm forever grateful for the cross. I'm forever grateful to you that you came to seek and save the lost. Yes, I'm forever grateful to you. I'm forever grateful for the cross. I'm forever grateful to you that you came to seek and save the lost. Hallelujah, Semorola Mende. Alabaranda, our hearts rise up with thanks. Ilusori Namande, to him who loved us before time began. Nikoroze Balmarid Ushedemante, moved with compassion, you took our place. Manoro Seriente, paid the price and rose again. Ilamano Sorianda, and today you plead our case. Today you speak on our behalf. Sero nombre diste le monon de casarianta. Till we are delivered completely. Till we are set free completely. We give you thanks and praise. We delight in your mercy. Helo soron de rianta. We agree with your mercy, Lord. He who delights in mercy, we choose to delight in your mercy. La In the morning our praise rises up to thee. Day by day, we lift up our voice to you, Lord. Que prabana se predelo nostro moshondo. Hallelujah. Worship you, worship you. Alamana karamana Oh, thank you, Jesus. Oh, thank you, Father, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Masukuru de Marabal Marashanda. You are welcome in this place, precious Holy Spirit. Welcome in our midst, O Lord. Rapasi Paramande Lebosondo. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. We give you thanks, we give you thanks. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Risoronteri Kasaramina Kando Roboserianda. Worship you, worship you, worship you, worship you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We give you thanks, we give you thanks, we give you thanks, we give you thanks, we give you thanks. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. We give you thanks, we give you thanks, we give you thanks, we give you thanks. Ah, mashikata kalababarabasikato, 
give you thanks. We give you thanks. We give you thanks. We give you thanks. Hallelujah. 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 Wonderful Jesus. Wonderful Jesus. Wonderful Jesus. Oh, thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Worship you. Worship you. Worship you. Worship you. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, that you've given us this ability to serve you, to live for you in this day and hour. You arranged it, Lord. You set it up, and we're so grateful. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Glory to God, glory to God, glory to God. Thank you, Father. Praise the Lord Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Today we'll open up our Bibles to a familiar prayer again in Colossians, the first chapter. Colossians chapter 1. Notice there the ninth verse. For this cause we also, since the day we heard it, do not cease to pray for you. And to desire that you might be filled with the knowledge of his will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding. That you might walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing, being fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God. The eleventh verse continues, strengthened with all might according to his glorious power, unto all patience and long-suffering, with joyfulness, giving thanks unto the Father, which has made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light. Praise God. It's a nice uh, stretch of words there that come from the Spirit of God. That's one thing about these prayers. They are spirit-given prayers. Uh, for the church, for this day, for his own body, the church, and he's the head of that body, and he gives us these prayers to believe God for, so that the body and the head will flow together, so that whatever is his will will be our will, and whatever he desires is what we would like to do. Praise God. And this is a cry for that help, that ability to come from him, to bring these things to pass, and no wonder we will one day cast our crowns before Him because we reached out to Him for all of these. Praise God. Maybe we'll hear from Colossians 1 9 through to 12, also in Canada. <laughs> Katanige Yogiragi Nadedu Yella Vidadali Atananu Santosha Padi Suvaragi Rabek and Talu Nivu Sakala Sakkarya Vemba Falavanu Kuduta Devara Jnana Dali Abibuddhi Aguttira Bekentalu. Atana Mahima Shaktiya Prakara Paripurna Balahundi Balisharagi Ananda Purvakavada Tarmayanu Matu Dirdashanti and Nutori Suvaru. Bedakin Aliruva Parishudara Badjate Ali Palugara Raghuvadake Namanu Yogiran Nagi Madida Tandege Krutajna Tastuti Madhuva Ragira Bekentalu Nano Ashisutine 
Hallelujah. Praise God. So there is a direct relationship between being filled with the knowledge of God's will, which is found in His Word. For these are what you carry in your hand as the Bible is uh, two parts of the will of God, you may say, which are given to us in document form. This is His desire for us to inherit and enjoy these things. So being filled with the word, filled with the knowledge of his will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding, to be able to handle that word properly uh, makes all the difference and that makes us walk in a certain manner that is pleasing and fruitful and producing for his kingdom, for his uh, plan. And that involves strength, glorious power, and makes us see the power displayed in patience, long-suffering, joyfulness, uh, thanksgiving, also signs and wonders and things that only heaven can accomplish. Praise the Lord. So we, we, knowledge, we acknowledge these things and uh, we pray and desire for this to become a reality. Of course, uh, there are scriptures like Amos chapter 8 where you can tell that it is for a different time. But notice here, it says there in the ninth verse, And it shall come to pass in that day, said the Lord, that I will cause the sun to go down at noon. And I will darken the earth in the clear day. All of these things are uh, things that are going to happen in, after we leave the earth, although some of those things are, you know, quite radical, hard to imagine, but it is written. And you can already see, you know, with the weather patterns changing that we are approaching such times. But one key thing is, notice verse 10, I will turn your feasts into mourning and all your songs into lamentation. I will bring up sackcloth upon all loins, baldness upon every head. You know, such things that are kind of disgraceful make it as mourning. Notice the opposite was filled with thanksgiving, joy. Here it's mourning. And then he goes on, verse 11, Behold the day come, or the days come, said the Lord, that I will send a famine in the land, not a famine of bread, nor a thirst for water, but of hearing the words of the Lord. And they shall wander from sea to sea, and from north even to the east. They shall run to and fro to seek the word of the Lord, and shall not find it. Praise God. So here he's talking about a time when you're not going to be able to find the word, that there'll be a famine of the word of God. Hallelujah. So now that we seem to see it everywhere, you know, internet and preaching and teaching and all of that is a luxury which one of these days will not be there. Hallelujah. And um, we better enjoy our season, enjoy our time. It was given purposely. Uh, this 2,000 year period, approximately 2,000 years is a, a grace period. Hallelujah. That we should enjoy maximally uh, God's favor, God's mercy, God's goodness, and God's superfluity or overflowing word of God. Hallelujah. 
praise God. I, I doubt if anybody can see how deep this is uh, till it is taken away. Imagine there's a, a famine of the word of God. How will it be? <laughs> praise God. People are going to be looking for it like bread. Looking for it like food. Hallelujah. So in other words, let's enjoy it now. Let's make the most of it now. Hallelujah. Let's enjoy, uh, be filled, let it overflow. And that will affect every other area of our life. Then we will walk in a manner worthy of the Lord. Hallelujah. So let's not take it for granted. Let it never drop in its value in our eyes. It's very precious. There's a time when it looks very plain here that the Lord uh, will bring a famine of the word and people will be looking for it and they will go from east uh, to west or even north to east looking for it. Praise God. Hallelujah. <laughs> Run to and fro looking for it. Praise God for his mercy. Let's hear that also in Canada if we can. Maybe uh, Amos 8. Uh, from verse 11 and 12. Ego, Dinagaru, Baruvavu, Aga Nanu Desha, the Likshama Vanu Kalusuvenu, Adurutia Kshamavalla, Nirina Dahada Baravalla, Katana Vakiavalanu Kedabe, Kembakshama Vane, Embadagi, Devarada Katanu Hirutane. Aga Avaru Samudra Dinda Samudraku, Tara Dinda Puruaku, Aledu Katana Vakiavanu, Urukuadaki, Atika Udadi, Adanu Kana de Vuvuvaru. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So we are the, you know, beneficiaries of this wonderful grace. And we can understand how much mercy and goodness has come to us as we read such things. You know, otherwise, uh, it doesn't make any impact, so to speak. Nobody's really bothered about these things. But th those of us who have this grace to read the word and study the things of God... We can see it from a different perspective. Notice in John 16, the last verse, it says, These things have I spoken unto you, that in me you might have peace. In the world you shall have tribulation. But be of good cheer, I have overcome the world. Amen. These are things that uh, you may already be noticing, that there is tribulation down here. There's trouble, you know, there are many problems that are coming upon the earth, but that in Christ we can have peace, praise God, and we can be of good cheer, and we can be comforted, hallelujah, and we can be strengthened, because Jesus has gone ahead and overcome the world, that uh, decoration and arrangement of uh, things that are contrary to God, right now in this season, that uh, outward decoration of the world, a fallen world and its systems. Jesus already overcame and defeated all of that and so we can be of good cheer. Hallelujah. So it looks like a mixture of hot and sweet. There's uh, all of this trouble but you can rejoice. Hallelujah. There's all of the mess out there but you can be in peace. Hallelujah. A peace that goes beyond natural understanding. Hallelujah. And you can tell that all of this came because we had access to this precious word of God. Hallelujah. Otherwise, we would be just like anybody else. 
moved by our senses and our emotions. Hallelujah. So let's thank God and live in that reverential fear and uh, honor of God and His Word. Amen. Let's hear uh, John 16:33 also. So there was definitely a war and nobody understood it except those who had an ear in the spirit and eyes in the spirit. There was a war and there is a war today between the forces of Darkness and the glory and the light of God, the truth of God's word. And Jesus overcame and defeated that enemy and triumphed over him. Hallelujah. And gave us that place of victory that we could continue walking in it, living in it as a testimony that it was possible. That our king defeated the powers of darkness made an open show of them, exposed them as defeated foes. Hallelujah. And so we must enjoy that place because it was purchased for us to be a testimony. Hallelujah. Praise God. However, you know, sometimes they, they seem like verses in the scripture that are harsh, that are tough. Uh, you know, people may avoid them, you know, and have just a favorite portion of scripture. And if you can... Keep your Bibles uh, with you from those days when you first started. You will notice that you camped on certain places and then those places are more dirty in the pages and maybe marked out. And then, you know, certain places are left totally brand new. They have not been read. And like that, you will notice that there are parts of your Bible that have been ignored, <laughs> either willfully or, or un unwillfully. Amen. But it has been a challenge to me as time has passed to know this book. Uh, before we see him, who is the word, you know, alive, uh, you know, once and for all. Hallelujah. Just to know that that book was committed to us to be uh, a source of revelation that we may know him. Before we see him, that we may live and show him to others as a testimony. Hallelujah. So... Um, I have been, you know, uh, thank God with the lockdown and all that. We have seen uh, more time to spend with the Word of God. Hallelujah. And uh, it's, it's a good thing. Hallelujah. <laughs> Lest we become so busy and forget this privilege. Amen. But there have been scriptures that have truly uh, made me curious. And uh, thank God we can read them and, and study them also. For instance, Matthew 10, 27 says, What I tell you in darkness, that speak in the light. What you hear in the ear, that preach you upon the housetops. Amen. Fear not them which kill the body, but are not able to kill the soul. But rather fear him which is able to destroy both soul and body in hell. Praise God. There's some things that we are, you know, reluctant to, to teach or preach and for various reasons, you know, and basically it is about fear. Amen. To be able to go out and preach these things, there's a fear. And so he says, don't be afraid of those which kill the body. Ha, ha, ha. Amen. You know, to, 
to leave this body is to be present with the Lord. And so we should not be scared. And it is the love of God and confidence that he cares for us and loves us that is going to make us do certain things when, uh, you know, everybody else is quivering in fear. Just to be able to say them, just to be able to preach them, to share them is going to be something that uh, you go against the, the flow, against fear. Praise God. So you will notice that it is based on love that we are delivered from fears. Hallelujah. For instance, if uh, you went to a house and there was a child uh, sitting on a high place and you wanted the child to not fall, so you went and said, here, I'm here, I'm standing here, you can jump, you can jump. And, and the child is like, no, just sitting there reluctantly. And you're like, jump, jump, I'm here, I'll catch you. It's like, no, you know. But then the parent comes along and says, you know, just like that, and he just jumps without even thinking. The difference is they don't know you, amen? They, are, they, they don't know who you are. They have no understanding of uh, your care, hallelujah. But they have proven the parent's care, the mother's care, the knowledge of that love and affection has made them sure and guaranteed and put faith in their hearts instead of fear that they can just jump off that daddy and mommy will catch them. Praise God. So that knowledge of the love of God, the knowledge of his care for us is what gives us a fearless ability to stand. Amen. No matter what's going on. And this is, you know, hidden in the knowledge of the word of God, which we may have to study and make our own so that we can be fearless to say and live according to what he has told us to, not being scared of anything else. Hallelujah. Amen. Maybe we can hear uh, Matthew 10, 27 and 28 also in Canada. Hallelujah. So there, at the very base of it all, is a fear. And that is what makes people not say what they have to say and act upon these truths. Notice that He's getting us to be clear. In verse 30, he says, The very hairs of your head are all numbered. And he says, Fear ye not, therefore, you're of more value than many sparrows. So it's all based on a riddance uh, from fear. You are free from that fear because of the care of the Lord for each one of us. Hallelujah. And he goes on, Whosoever therefore shall confess me before men, him will I confess also before my Father, which is in heaven. Glory to God. But whosoever shall deny me before men, him will I also deny before my Father, which is in heaven. There's that kind of a place there, you know, that, uh, uh, you know, you begin to wonder, is there any such thing as being denied before the Father? Well, you know, you have to look at those verses and think about it. Maybe there is a place for certain types also. 
Verse 34, think not that I'm come to send peace on earth. You know, people think of Jesus as just a peaceful person and very accepting person. But he said, I came not to send peace, but a sword. <laughs> and this is a different kind of sword we're talking about. You know, not uh, just going out there and cutting people to size. No. But he says, I am come to set a man at variance against his father and the daughter against her mother and the daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. This is talking about situations where, uh, you know, they don't agree on the lordship of Christ. They may have to be separated. Amen. They may live in variance concerning the Lord. And a man's foe shall be they of his own household. It's possible that, you know, people within the same house may not agree with each other. And then he goes on, He that loveth father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. And he that loveth son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. Are you serious right now? Praise God. <laughs> is this really for all of us or is it for certain types of people? He goes on, And he that taketh not his cross and followeth after me is not worthy of me. Well, Praise God. You know, scriptures like this have always made me wonder, is this for everybody? Or is there, uh, you know, just a choice that you can make about all of these kind of things? Praise God. But if you notice, in the very beginning of the 10th chapter, he is calling out his 12 disciples, giving them authority, and then sending them out. So this is for disciples. Amen. To go out there. People who he has chosen uh, to go out there. Hallelujah. Praise God. Let's see if we can hear at least a verse or two there. Not the very strong ones. Don't want to scare anybody. Let's just read maybe um, verse 34 all the way to 40. Uh, yeah, maybe 39. Nanu Bumiya Mele Samadana Vanu Kalusuvadakagi Bandin and Dunenasa Vedivi, Kadga Vanalade Samadana Vanu Kalusuvadake Nanu Bandilla Hegandare Maganigu, Avana Tandegu, Magadigu, Akea Taigu, Sosegu, Akea Tegu, Viroda Vanu, Isuvadake Nanu Bandidene Uba Manushanige, Avana Mani, Avare, Virodigalagiruvaru Nanaginta Hitchagi, Tande and Nagali, Thai and Nagali, Preeti, Maduvavanu, Nanagi, Yukinella, Matu Magana and Nagali, Magad and Nagali, Nanaginta Hitchagi, Preeti, Maduvavanu, Nanagi, Yukinella Tana Shilube and Nutegidukuladin and Nanu Himbali Suvavanu, Nanagi, Yukinella Tana Pranavan Nukandu Kuluvanu, Adanu Kadakuluvanu, Nana Nimitta Wagi, Tana Pranavan Nukadakuluvanu, Adanu Kandukuluvanu. Praise God. You know, these kind of verses can be kind of strange. Notice the term kind of, kind of coming again. But um, there is a place for them, I believe. Amen. Maybe not for everybody, but there is a place for some. Notice in Luke 14, the same kind of verses are now spoken of slightly differently. If any man come to me and hate not his father... Luke 14, 26. Uh, and mother, and wife, and children, and brethren, and sisters, yea, 
and his own life also, he cannot be my disciple. Notice that kind of, he cannot be my disciple uh, emphasis. And whosoever doth not bear his cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. Notice the emphasis, cannot be my disciple. Isn't that interesting? Praise God. And um, things like this seem to be there in the same Bible that we're reading where we get so offended by easy scriptures and then this kind of scripture is there at the same time. I mean, some verses are so easy compared to verses like this, you know. Look at verse 33. So likewise, whosoever he be of you that forsaketh not all that he has, he cannot be my disciple. Wow, very interesting. Hallelujah. Imagine these kind of verses and then compare them with uh, another verse like this. You see, we are allowed to compare in the scripture but not, you know, with each other. Praise God. We can compare scripture. For instance, if, if you see a verse like this in Hebrews 10.25, Not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some is, but exhorting one another so much the more as you see the day approaching. Can you compare that verse with the verses we just read? It's almost like no comparison. You know, if you do not hate your own life and hate your mother and sister and family, you cannot be my disciple. That's one. And then here's like, don't forsake the gathering of the saints. Especially as you see the day of the Lord approaching. That's like so cheap compared to the other verses. Amen. There's some level of weight uh, in these verses that sort of vary. Amen. So could you say for instance that some verses are not for everybody. Amen. It's not for the faint hearted. You can choose your own verse and just you know, suck your thumb and sit around. Or you could actually eat some of these verses and be moved into, uh, hey, another level of walk, another level of heart, another level of desire, amen, another level of priority. Praise God that you have looked at some things and your priorities are different. You have weighed things and decided some things are for you, some things are not for you. Praise God. These kind of thoughts have come to me. You know, correct me if I'm wrong, but it looks like that from what I can see. Amen. I'm not claiming to be a master of anything, but I just read them, you know, from English, basically. And then when something tickles me, I go to see if there's any other meaning. But from all I've read, these are simply what is written. There's no other deeper meaning than that. Hallelujah. I don't see any twist in turning in the Greek or the Hebrew here. It seems to be pretty plain in English itself. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. I think the Holy Spirit has written some things uh, for anybody to choose if they want to. Amen. Praise God. You can go with the light and frothy or you can go with the challenge. Amen. Where he says certain things. Praise God. It's kind of squirmy in the seat, you know, when you think about it, you know. But it's there. Hallelujah. It's not that we are expected to preach something that's not there and to dig up things that nobody else has seen. These things are plainly written. Amen. But we need to think about it, I think, you know. And there's a walk that is expected. 
Hallelujah. Amen. So let's see if we can read uh, what we just read from Luke 14, 26 and then 27. Yavanadaru Nana Badige Bandu Tana Tande and Nagali, Thai and Nagali, Hindati and Nagali, Makkal and Nagali, Savodara and Nagali, Savodari Yaran Nagali, Haudu, Tana Swanta Prana Vandu Saha Hagemada Didare, Avanu Nana Shishya Nagira Laranu Yavanadaru Tana Shilube and Nuvatukundu Nana Hindebara Didare, Avanu Nana Shishya Nagira Laranu. Praise God. So you could say, for instance, that there are many believers. But not many disciples. Praise God. It seems clear that you cannot be a disciple unless da da da. Amen. But you can be a believer. Praise God. And there's a difference between the believer and the disciple. Praise God. It seems very clear that not everybody is going to just drool over these kind of scriptures. That's like steak to me. That's like, oh, it's oh, like potatoes and mash. It's, oh, it's going to be like, uh, can we like not hear that right now? Can we like bypass this verse and look at some other verses, you know? But what about forsaking not the assembly of the brethren, you know? Uh, that seems light enough. Just imagine where you get to a place where even that verse is hard. That you look at it like loathsome and a burden. Wow, are you going to be able to stand for Jesus? Are you going to be able to actually speak and risk your life for this great king? Ah, it's kind of doubtful, but praise God. These verses are there, you know, and uh, I seem to hear these verses. You know, Maybe others don't, but I seem to hear these verses and think about them. And, you know, consider my heart and think, I don't know if I'm able to do this or not. But at least I read them. Amen. And I think about them. And I feel that I should not hold it back, but I should share it. Otherwise, I'm liable for some things, such as guilt. Amen. So I, I feel that what has been spoken in my ear, I must say it. Hallelujah. So I feel that the Lord is also looking for disciples who will fearlessly do what he tells them to do. Amen. And he loves all of us. Thank God for that. And he shows mercy to all of us. But there is a place for those who, without fear, are going to choose and live in a certain way. Praise God. Where they are not worried whether anybody leaves them. Jesus had been forsaken and... Everybody left and finally even his 12 were hanging in the balance. And he said, will you also leave? And they said, where will we go? You have the words of life. Hallelujah. So that was a great departure from the, the Holy One of Israel. They just generally forsook him. Amen. So he's, he's not always the pearl of great price for everybody. Hallelujah. For some, he is the one that, if it's convenient, I'll be there. If it's not convenient, I sure won't. And we might as well face it. So not everybody's going to be in this place that we are reading about. Hallelujah. And therefore, I don't think everybody's going to be receiving uh, some honor in that manner also. Hallelujah. And uh, it is with that kind of heart that I'm reading it and thinking about it and saying, Wow. 
Hallelujah. Praise God. God help us. God help us all. Amen. And uh, maybe we don't, we are not convinced about his love and affection so much. Maybe we are teetering in the balance there thinking he may leave us. He may forsake us. He may not be there. Amen. And, and as you read the scripture, you'll notice sometimes the disciples, uh, you know, were left in jail for, for some time. And some of them, uh, basically all of them that wrote the scripture and walked with him, they lost their life for him. Praise God. And maybe they are the special ones. Hallelujah. And maybe some of us can never be that category of people. Praise God. We will be the, the ones who uh, were different. Praise God. Anyway, I, I think we've read Luke 14. So this is just for those who think that, you know, hey, le- at least let's read it. Amen. Glory to God. Let's go to the book of Matthew also. Hallelujah. For this loving heavenly one to say such words, I think it's kind of tough, isn't it? Hallelujah. Praise God. Matthew 22, notice there in verse 14, For many are called, but few are chosen. What do you mean few are chosen? I think that they choose themselves. Amen. The choice is with us. God never forces anybody. He has a basic call to everybody. Come unto me, all of you who labor and are heavy laden. I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you. Learn of me. Hallelujah. You will find rest for your souls. That's for every single one. Amen. But, uh, you know, to be able to set yourself in a place where... He can actually just use you as that donkey and move you here and there as he wants. It's a different thing. Hallelujah. Most people, most of us, I mean, we came to him because of a pressing issue, a deep need. Hallelujah. And then slowly we were wooed into a place where we decided to serve him. And then we gave up, in quotes, this, that, and the other you know, and became the strange ones. Hallelujah. That, uh, in quote, sort of gave up something. Uh, and the others were scot-free. They could just roam about. But, hallelujah. Notice that the donkey that Jesus rode was the one that was tied down. It was not the Romy one. Hallelujah. It was the tied down one. Get me a donkey that is tied down. Hallelujah. You will find one tied down. So it was going to only be sort of limited to a certain circumference of operation. It could not just go here and there, eat what it liked and all of that. And that's the donkey he chose. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. And um, thank God he uses donkeys. So he chooses the foolish, he chooses the nothing, he chooses the nobody, he chooses the weak, he chooses those that are considered base, low, so low. He chooses such, and then he makes them honorable. Hallelujah. And he says there that no flesh will glory in his presence. Hallelujah. Because you will have nothing to boast about. 
you will eventually say, this was the least I could do. Praise God, to be able to just do anything for Him was an honor. Hallelujah. In this world you shall have tribulation, but be of good cheer. Be of good cheer. He has overcome the world. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. So even though there are many who have accepted him, not many have separated themselves to be his disciples. Amen. They have not opened up their lives to say, you can do whatever you want with me. You can do whatever you want with my life. Hallelujah. No, 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 you can't do that. And he won't force himself on anybody. But the choices are there and we need to be guilty of giving the truth. I spoke the truth. I taught the truth. And the choices were there. And so we, the only way we affect choices is by praying for them. That they be filled. Amen. With the knowledge of his will. In all wisdom and spiritual understanding. So that they can choose according to the spirit. Not the flesh. Hallelujah. That they might walk in a certain manner. A different way that is worthy of him. Even though we are all blood bought and even the world is in quote worthy of that love. Hallelujah. He paid for the whole world. So who is he talking to? He's talking to those who look at it and say you are worthy of more in my life. You are worthy of more and more and more until you are worthy of everything. Hallelujah. Amen. And I want to walk in that way, Lord, etc., etc. Amen. So uh, you can see a person like that will be very patient. God is faithful. He'll do what he said. I don't have to worry. He loves me. He cares for me. Even if it takes a little time. <laughs> because he's strengthened with that knowledge of that great care and love. Amen. Hallelujah. God's never late. Praise God. He's on time. Hallelujah. He put, you know, times and seasons on the earth because he knows at such and such time this has to stop. And we need to move to the next and the next. So he's not like a delay person. He has a clock. Hallelujah. And at some clock time in heaven, it is going to change. And we will see that he spoke to the fathers in times past. But today he speaks to us in a different way by his son. And all of those things have happened. And he is definitely on time. And it's going to happen just like he said. So while we have the moment and the time and the space, let's consider. Is he worthy? Is he worthy of giving your life? Speaking for him? Standing apart from everybody else? Being the strange person at the risk of losing relationships, losing uh, favor with people, etc. Is he worthy? That's a choice that we may have to make. Amen. Hallelujah. Matthew twenty-two fourteen. Maybe we can hear that in Canada. Praise God. So, uh, thank God we can decide uh, and pray these prayers and let God help us to do these things. 
because we may have to weigh sometimes, you know, close relationships, family, children, all of that, and compare it to Jesus and and see who is better, who is more important. All of that is going to be there. Hallelujah. And uh, that, that seems to be, you know, the price for certain type of people. Amen. That they may even lose their own lives. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Praise God. Back in Luke 14, 33, it says, So likewise, whosoever he be of you that forsaketh not all that he has, he cannot be my disciple. Wow. That's pretty stringent and tough there. You cannot be, he says, unless you can forsake all. Then he talks straight away, salt is good, but if the salt have lost its savor, wherewith shall it be seasoned? It is neither fit for the land, nor yet for the dunghill, but men cast it out. He that has ears to hear, let him hear. Again, the last line there is about not everybody can hear that. Amen. Uh, those who have ears to hear will hear it. Those who have ears to be tickled will not hear it. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Ears are to hear, not to be tickled. You know, there's this old practice that I noticed when I came, you know, to Kerala a long time ago that some older people would grab a feather and, you know, remove most of it. And then the very tip, they would just put it in their ear and just twist it around. And then, you know, we would do the same. And it was kind of an interesting feeling. Definitely not hearing at that point. You're just enjoying another kind of pleasure. Amen. So either the ear is to hear just pleasure or to hear the word of God. Amen. Sorry that I'm laughing, but salt is good. Amen. But if the salt has lost its savor, you see, part of the use of salt originally was also for fertilizer. Amen. It had the sodium and all of that kind of stuff you know, in there, and fertilizer required it. So here he says, if it loses its saltiness, it's not even fit for Fertilizer, and here the word is dung. That's what was used for fertilizer, dung hill. But men cast it out and is trodden under the feet of men. It's of no use. Praise God, it's absolutely useless. So, what seems to come out here is that the value and the usage in production, in the way God sees things. Amen. And so we must keep that essential savor. Do you have that flavor is the question. Do you still have that flavor or has the flavor changed? Is it like you cannot tell the difference between saltless people and yourself anymore? There's no difference. You're just like everybody else. What flavor is it that makes you different? Hallelujah. What makes you different, really? And I'm not saying it out of any spite. I'm just saying, this is the reality of Jesus. 
And of course, we can choose. Our choice is not taken away from us. Amen. Perfect choice is available. But as we are convinced that He loves us, we lose the fear. All this is a fear-based thing. According to the Word of God we saw, He said, don't be afraid of all that. He said, your hairs are numbered. I care for you. There is a fear that is dangling there. That That will be hanging in the corridors around your thinking. But then that's when we pray. Help me, strengthen me with these thoughts, with these words, that I might walk in a manner worthy of you, so that I can choose properly. Amen. And guess what? It comes to all of us. Praise God. It comes to all of us. And when he said hard things, many would leave him and disappear. They would just go. Praise God. Because we are all in self-preservation mode. Meanwhile, he's asking for lay it down mode. Amen. If the salt has lost its savor, wherewith shall it be seasoned? It is neither fit for the land nor for the dunghill, but men cast it out. He that has ears to hear, let him hear. In other words, you begin to lose some honorable place. Amen. All right. I don't know if we should read that also, or should we spare the hearers? Sometimes, you know, you need to spare people. So this, this kind of stuff may only be heard in certain types of churches, you know. They, they have a title, oh, this type, that type, this type, you know. Praise God. But we want to be every type available, but you can choose what you want to hear because the Bible is available to anybody. It is still not the time where the, the word will be scarce. It is not yet the famine of the word. The word is out there. Bibles are, people are throwing it, kicking it. You know, I saw videos of people kicking Bibles saying, we don't want your Bible here, all that. They're coming to a time where there will be no such available word. Amen. So we must be uh, uh, able to share it like that, because this is the age of grace where it is available. And if anybody would stumble upon that you know, broadcast, they say, oh wow, they even talk about such things. I thought they only talk about this and that and the other. But they talk about this also. Praise God. So that those who have ears to hear, they can hear. Not that I had the ear for it, but I never heard it. And I went up and down looking for it. Like a hungry man. Is this all there is to Christianity? Is this all there is to following Jesus? Get a house, get a car, get multiplication. Is that it? Is that all that this is? That's like the same as any, any other place. You just climb the hill, see this and that, and this will happen, that will happen, and that's it. Praise God. Where there are even people out there who follow, you know, different gurus who would sacrifice even more. They would leave everything and go after them. Who's worthy? Who's worthy of all this? Isn't the King of glory worthy? The one who gave his life for us? Hallelujah. Isn't he worthy? Isn't he worthy? Hallelujah. We have to think about it. We have to think about it. Amen. Luke 14. Notice verse 
so it's not that you know hey they're just going to use you they're just going to this is just a way of using you they will use all those scriptures to trap you no my brother no my sister this is the way that jesus spoke and it was based on can you hear it if you can hear it there must be something special about your ear it is a hearing ear praise god it's a hearing ear not a tickling ear praise god amen and that is a very precious kind of ear hallelujah glory to god let's look at some more scriptures it has to be in the scripture we can make common sense statements but the scripture must carry the actual meaning amen notice in ezekiel the 16th chapter you see the true failure of sodom and gomorrah which is famous for one word today sodomy which they are calling different names now you know this that the other but the original name was sodomy amen and uh, it it was because of certain twin cities one sodom and the sister gomorrah notice in verse 49 of ezekiel 16 behold this was the iniquity of thy sister sodom pride fullness of bread abundance of idleness was in her and in her daughters neither did she strengthen the hand of the poor and needy see she didn't start off just being you know in quote a sodomite this is the origin of her failure that she was proud she had plenty of food abundance of idleness notice that she did not care about anybody else poor and needy not bothered and they were haughty proud and committed abomination before me therefore i took them away as i saw good amen so uh they didn't start off by just deciding to sleep with men men sleeping with men and so on and so forth it started out because they have everything now they're proud they have free time amen not bothered about anybody else notice once you reach that kind of level then the opportunities to go into more creative sins <laughs> becomes there amen you can do things that others cannot do because you've tried everything else you you can you can do this you can do that you've done it all been there done that is that all there is now let's try something new hallelujah amen some of us we have uh, lived out there before we got saved and we know there's nothing new under the sun it just comes in cycles there is nothing out there jesus is the best hallelujah 
Amen. So don't uh, fall for the lies that if you have this, that, and the other, you'll be all right. No, no, no. After that, you won't be all right. You'll be so unall right, so unfulfilled that you will do strange things that you never imagined you could do. Hallelujah. You may be shocked by what you may do because you have everything, because you have come to a place where you have arrived. And you know, that's why you have to be careful once you start getting 30 and 60 fold. You now think you have arrived, you've got something going. But there's more, there's 100 fold. Amen. You can get to a place where you are just taking care of families on the earth. Hallelujah. You are schooling children. You're taking care of whole uh, backgrounds of lives that were pestered by the devil. You are setting things right. You're so busy with all of that. Hallelujah. There's no time for getting messed up. Glory to God. Glory to God. You're saying, I'm glad I can serve. I'm glad I can do this. I'm glad my hands can do this. I'm glad that my body can be given like this. Hallelujah. Otherwise, it will be given to something that you cannot even imagine. Praise God. Sodom and Gomorrah got to a place where if somebody came to your house, they will check and say, can I sleep with that person? Wow. Praise God. And therefore that name came and today we are getting back to that place again. Where people have seen it all and they're like, is there nothing else? Let's sleep with children. Let us, uh, you know, disturb and make it legal so that nothing, nothing is illegal anymore. Praise God. We are living in a very interesting time. The end of all things is at hand. It's going to stop. God cannot continue watching it. It has to stop and, and it will be stopped. Amen. And we may have to leave the earth for that. And there must be a famine of the word for that. Where people will start, is there anything that will deliver us from this evil? Where they will start looking for some hope and they won't find it. Praise God. And they will suffer and struggle. And that is the time that you and I will not be here. Imagine, this is the age of grace. It's available. Everything is there. You can hear. You can see. You can choose. But there's coming a time where even if you want to choose, you won't find it. Hallelujah. Praise God. Let's read Ezekiel 16 and 49 and 50 also in Canada. Times of mercy have come to us. We are living in that age of grace. Praise God. It's not yet over. Hallelujah. Meaning that we can still expect to emphasize there is a right way of doing things. There is a right way of living. Our time is not yet over. Amen. We can still show that it is possible to live a certain standard, a certain worthy manner. Amen. And until we are taken away from the earth, we should be able to express that. 
that there is a choice. The word is here. The doors are open. You are welcome. You can hear. You can see what the Spirit of God has to say. Amen. What the Spirit of God is doing. Hallelujah. And so we who find ourselves in this very end, or fag end of things, praise God. We should not forget that we are here called by the same master to these same things, to these same benefits. Hallelujah. And it is now upon us. Praise God. Hallelujah. Notice First Chronicles chapter 28 that this God has not changed. The times and seasons have changed, but he has not changed. Notice there, this is speaking concerning David and his son. Notice there in verse 9 he says, Thou Solomon my son, know that the Lord, know that the God of thy father, or rather know thou the God of thy father, and serve him with a perfect heart, with a willing mind. For the Lord searcheth all hearts, and understandeth all the imaginations of the thoughts if thou seek him, he will be found of thee. But if thou forsake him, he will cast thee off forever. Take heed now, for the Lord has chosen thee to build an house for the sanctuary. Be strong and do it. This is David talking to his son and saying, you know, out there he narrates that he wanted to build that house because he came to a place where he, he loved God so much. He wanted him around all the time. Amen. He was neither a priest in that manner, but you know, he loved the Lord so much. Praise God. And so he was like, Lord, I want to build your house and I've kept offering for you and this and that. You know, I have this design. God said, no, you've been a bloody man or a man who shed a lot of blood, but your son will build the house for me. Amen. And so in the time of rest, Solomon was known to have built that temple. But he gives him some advice and he says, serve him with this kind of heart. Serve him with this kind of mind. Because God sees and understands all the imaginations. You're not fooling him. You cannot fool him. He sees everything. Praise God. Hallelujah. You have uh, satellites. You have, uh, you know... Invasion of privacy, technology, you, ha you can see people from space. Don't you think God can see? <laughs> Almighty God can see the very thoughts and imaginations, whether you're willing or not, whether you just did it out of duty or you did it because you were choosing to be willing to do it cheerfully. Amen. The willingness always deals with the cheerfulness. Hallelujah. Maybe you start out with a duty and then you kind of get, you know, invaded by, ah, what a pleasure to do this. Amen. And those that are willing and obedient, they eat the good of the land. Hallelujah. Amen. So there is a God who sees all of this and sees your willingness, your cheer, how joyfully you did it. And all that is in that prayer that we would do it with cheerfully with thanksgiving. Amen. Hallelujah. That's a spiritual choice. It is an understanding that makes you do it in a manner worthy of this king. I mean it all points back to his 
worthy? Is he worthy? His worthiness? Is he worthy of giving a proper offering of my life, my all, that nothing can separate us? Of course he's worthy. Amen? But we have a mind, we have imaginations, we have thoughts that are not always sanctified, that have to be cast down, that have to be brought under submission. We have to deal with the world and its thinking coming to our corridor. Amen. Coming to our thoughts also and making the same knock there. Can I be uh, invited and honored in your life also? Now you have a right to this. Why don't you choose this? I mean, you have a right. You have a right. And you know, it knocks on you again and again. And you have to decide whether you go with it or not. All of us have to face this. Amen. And David who gave this charge to Solomon, he wasn't perfect. Solomon was not perfect either. This book is full of all of these types of people. The only perfect one was Jesus. But he gives us an opportunity in our lifetime to face those choices again. And he says, now it's your turn. What can you do with these scriptures? What can you do with this thought? What can you do about it? And it's our turn. Amen. So we need all the help we can get. We need all the scriptures. We need all the preaching. We need all the teaching. And we need the prayers also. We need the help of God. Hallelujah. Let's hear maybe First uh, Chronicles 29. Uh, no, 28 and verse 9. And that'll do. For now. Praise God. The question is, did Solomon get everything? Yes, nobody had as much as Solomon. Abundance to the next level where everybody wanted to see who is this man. Amen. Out of that came the problem. So there is that problem with the abundance. And that is why some people have made it their prayer to choose a scripture like that and say, don't give me more than I can handle. Amen. And so don't make me rich, don't make me this, blah, blah. All those kind of prayers come out because there is a problem with the abundance. There's a problem with that life where there is everything. What's the problem? problem is it can affect the choice and make a person lazy and make a person ignorant of others and think about themselves. There is such a problem and it has been proven by this same Solomon. That he went away from God because of all of these excesses in his life. Amen. The one who owned everything came and obeyed his father to the very last. Hallelujah. Praise God and gave us the good example. Hallelujah. Amen. And he put it across to us and said, if you want to be my disciple, then you may have to do this, 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 this. Amen. So uh, all of these choices are there before us every day. We have to make the choice 
One day is enough, really, for all of this barrage of things from which we have to make a choice. Amen? That will be eternal and valuable. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Notice that God had not changed even in that scripture. Look at the 8th verse of First Chronicles 28. He says, Now therefore, in the sight of all Israel, the congregation of the Lord, and in the audience of our God, keep and seek for all the commandments of the Lord your God, that you may possess this good land, and leave it for an inheritance for your children after you forever. He's a God of possess the inheritance. Leave for your children forever. He has not changed. Amen. Praise God. And of course, this man got it. He got so much. Hallelujah. That till today we are reading about him. Talking about him. Praise God. But the fact is that he had a will. He had a choice. And we do too. Praise God. God help us. God help us. So it is from all of that that we are speaking and reading and studying and praying. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Maybe we can hear the 8th verse also in Kannada. Praise God. Hallelujah. You know, we live in an emotional country. A movie star dies and others just die. They kill themselves. That's the place that we are living. This is our nation. Praise God. Is that movie star worthy of that life? Is the movie star worthy? Is that hero worthy? We have to decide. Praise God. I'll read from the book of Psalms, Psalm 84. There's just one life gone with the movie star. A couple of lives go like that. It's interesting that it is happening in front of our eyes. Psalm 84. Look at the uh, last few verses first. You know, look at verse 11 and 12. For the Lord God is a sun and shield. The Lord will give grace and glory. No good thing will he withhold from them that walk uprightly. O Lord of hosts, blessed is the man that trusteth in thee. See, the, the psalmist has seen the value of this God. He is their son and shield. He will give the grace. He will give the glory. No good thing will he withhold from them that walk uprightly. You see, when we preach and teach sometimes... When we insert that last part, them that walk uprightly, you can see it in the congregation. You can feel it. There's a kind of, oh, why did you throw that in there? Hallelujah. So we censor things and cut them out and throw them in a fire like the Jeremiah story. Amen. O Lord of hosts, blessed is the man that trusts in thee. 
See, because of that very reason, the requirement of grace and glory to receive these benefits, we need grace. We need the glory of God. That is why they came there. Look at this. Hallelujah. For a day in your courts, verse 10 says, is better than a thousand. I had rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than to dwell in the tents of wickedness. Amen. So he's saying, that's why I came. Hallelujah. Notice, observe here. They go from strength to strength, verse 7. Every one of them in Zion appeared before God. That's why I came before you. That's why I came to your house. Because I need grace. I need glory. I need your help. You are my shield. You are my son. You are my strength. And of course, everything will be added to me. Amen. The desire for those things, they knew it is there. But the only way to get it was by his strength. And that's why they appeared there. Those in Zion appeared before their God. That is why we come. That's why we gather. Not for any other reason. Just to tick off some attendance. Or just to see your face. Hallelujah. Because you cannot cheat the scripture. You need the strength to get it the right way. You can get it any other way. But to get it the right way. You need the sun and the shield. You need the grace of God. Hallelujah. Amen. God has not changed. He wants you to inherit. He wants you to inherit to be a blessing forever. Hallelujah. Amen. But there's a way. There's an approved way which he knows. Any other way is going to lead you into a different pattern of self-abuse. Amen. Self-abuse. And that may not be wise. At the end, you will say, I don't know why I wasted my time with all that rubbish. I don't know why. I'm the one that built the temple. But look at what happened. In the end, I'm acting like a fool. See? It's not that, uh, you know, we get to a place where we're destroyed and all that. We just go home early and in a sad way. Amen? We'll go to heaven. Yeah, but we could have done some more glorious things. We could have been partnered with God in what he was doing. Hallelujah. And had a glorious time. But we short-circuited it. We turned it over to the enemy. Amen. For the destruction of our flesh. That the spirit might be saved in the day of the Lord. That's what Paul said. He said, we've given this guy chances. We've given him opportunities but, you know, he still wants to just do this. So I judge, he said, that he, his body be turned over to Satan for the destruction of his flesh. Because the problem is with the flesh. That the spirit might be saved in the day of the Lord. Hallelujah. So we're not saying we know all the answers. Why people go and this and that. But scripturally speaking, that's one answer. Hallelujah. Praise God. That's one answer. And so... Uh, you know, praise God. What, what evil did Job do that he should suffer like that? Well, the, as you study the Bible, he, he had something called fear. And he nurtured that fear for years. And because we are not convinced that God loves us so much, we harbor fears. We carry them with us. 
And we don't know that we are actually setting a trap for ourselves. Amen. Hallelujah. What people think about us. What family thinks about us. What the world thinks about us. All of these things pile up as fears. Amen. And sometimes we want to please everybody. And be the good guy. And not be the enemy so to speak. To be saltless. Because we stick out when we are salty. We kind of we are opposite. We are different. And we don't want to be like that. We want to be the good guy. That's fondly remembered. But eventually we find out that we please everybody except the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. The whole thing there is wonderful. He said, even sparrows like to find a house. Blessed are they that dwell in thy house. They, sh they will still be praising thee, Salah. You can come here with your hands down, looking down. But eventually, if you hang around, your hands will go up. I've seen it again and again. I stand in the back. And I watch and I praise God and I'm doing it. But I'm also watching people. You know how they come in like this. They fold their hands. They put their hands in, the, in their pockets. Even the young ones who seem to have no care in this world. They just stand there and just look mope like that. Because it doesn't really gratify your flesh. It's from inside. It's a heart thing. Your focus is on the Lord. In the midst of it all you're looking away from the natural and you're giving Him praise. You're lifting Him up. You're honoring Him. And after some time you realize that's what you're here for. And just when you realize it, the praise and worship is over. <laughs> I've seen that happen again and again. Amen. But that's all we can do. I and mean, that's all we have time for. A little slot at the end of the week. Praise God. So what a good church will do is to prepare the heart for that moment. So that when we're in the midst of the praising congregation, we will sing praise to Him. Like Jesus. Amen. All that we're doing is to be able to, when we gather, to encourage, to exhort one another, to prompt them to walk in love, be a blessing during that time of congregating. Hallelujah. And not be a hindrance and a sore thumb. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. So he says, Blessed are they in verse 4 that dwell in thy house. They will still be still praising thee. In other words, their business was they even camped there. They just stayed there. They appeared there before God. They stayed there. Blessed is the man whose strength is in thee. In whose heart are the ways of them. Eventually it becomes a heart thing. Amen. It's all about what's in the heart. If the ways are there, then you will stay around there. And when they pass through the valley of Baca, they make it a well. Woo! That valley of the shadow of death, you will make it into a spring of rejoicing. <laughs> what's in your heart, praise God, makes all that difference. That rain will also fill the place. Pools will be filled. They go from strength to strength. 
Every one of them in Zion appeared before God. O Lord God of hosts, give ear to my prayer, etc. Behold, O God, our shield. <laughs> Look upon the face of thine anointed. You know, this is a cry from a heart that is hungry for meeting God. Hallelujah. Amen. The Lord bless thee. The Lord cause his face to shine upon thee. The Lord be gracious unto thee. These were things that came from the heart of God, which he, he gave to the priest to speak over the people. Amen. He says, A day in thy court is better than a thousand. I had rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than to dwell in the tents of wickedness. The Lord is a sun and shield. The Lord will give grace and glory. No good thing will he withhold from them that walk uprightly. O Lord of hosts, blessed is the man that trusted in thee. Ooh, glory to God. Wonderful. Amen. Hallelujah. Maybe we can... Did we read any part of this? Not at all. Let's do 84, the last two verses, first of all, uh, 11 and 12. Sometimes we make a joke and say, it's better to be in church than in a five-star hospital. It's better to be in church than in the best jail in the world. Hallelujah. And you know this is what we are saying here is, is this is the best place to be. Woo! In the presence of God. With the saints. Rejoicing. Enjoying God. Hallelujah. Day in his courts. These are the things that we are seeing. Praise God. And, and it's because of the desire to have that grace. And that ability. And that benefit. That they appeared before God. Amen. That's why they came there. We need your grace. We need your help. We don't want to just get it anyhow. We want it the right way. We know that the one that comes from you is what makes your heart joyful. And what gives you pleasure is what gives us pleasure. Hallelujah. We are here to please him. Praise God. We're not here to just please ourselves. We were not created like that. In giving him pleasure, we get pleasure. Amen. That's how we were built. That the animals, everything praises him. <laughs> Amazing. He's almighty God. But he gave us a choice. Amen. And the proof is in, is in the choice. If you just say, Lord, I have such a tough time, but I need it. I, I need your help. I need your help. Help me to be there. Help me to hang around your courts. Help me to have an ear that hears. Help me. Fill me with the knowledge of your will in all wisdom. I made a lot of mistakes, Lord. I need wisdom. <laughs> These prayers are heart cries to the God who hears and answers. Amen. So we are not trying to preach something that is uh, like high and lofty and un unattainable, but something that is within the grasp of people from past and present. That there were people who enjoyed this. And they saw him as the sun and shield. 
as the one who gives grace and glory. That he will not withhold any good thing. But you will enjoy it more if you walk in his way. You will have that peace. Ah, I did the right thing. And then you can enjoy. Otherwise, while you're eating that treat, enjoying that life, you have a nagging thing that you didn't do the right thing. Amen. The imagination, the conscience will begin to give you a stir that it's not right what you're doing. And then you have to check. I did the right thing. So this is all right. Hallelujah. The good things are for me. God has not changed. It's for you, Solomon. It's for you, Solomon. It's for you, brethren. You are my brethren. You are my inheritance. Who is all this for? For the enemy and his crew? No, it's for you. Hallelujah. But don't let it now overwhelm your, choo- your choosing ability, your, choi- your choices. Amen. It has happened before. It happened with Sodom and Gomorrah. What was their problem? This was their problem. They had everything. Amen. But they didn't know how to walk in the confines of putting God number one. God first. Hallelujah. Amen. So we want this. We want all of this. Of course, the valleys of Baca will change into a well and a spring. (laughs) We will go from strength to strength. Definitely. We will go from one level to the next level. But that is why we gather. That is why we follow after this God. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Let's see if we can... uh, Verse 4, here verse 4 also, Psalm 84 verse 4, uh, from verse 4 to 5, and then verse 7. Nina Ale, the Livasavagi, Ruvavaru, Bagavantaru, Inu Nina no Avarus, Tutisuvaru Sela, Yarige Nino Balavagi, Adio, Manishino Bagavantano, Yarali Athana Margaru, Iveo, Avane, then Yano. Our light has to grow brighter. Amen. Our life has to get better. Praise God. There has to be more glory. There has to be more grace. And it is by appearing before him, meditating in his precepts, congregating with his saints, rejoicing in their midst. Hallelujah. That is our given place. And God will not withhold any good thing. Praise God. And it will be handled in the safety and in the goodness of God. And you will, you will eventually say, I ran my race. Hallelujah. I kept the faith. Amen. I fought a good fight. I am ready to be offered. I am ready to go home. You won't be surprised. You will go home knowing that you have finished. Knowing that you've done everything that God wanted you to do. Hallelujah. Because you hung around that place of desire and hunger and thirst. And you knew even though there were challenges, God can help you. And you prayed and you meditated and you hung around. And I'm sure God will help us. Amen. Praise God. Shall we worship him? Shall we give him thanks? Maybe one more verse as we uh, proceed to close. Glory to God. In Second Timothy 4. He says uh, from verse 6, but I am now ready to be offered. Wow, what a conclusion. I am ready to go. 
and the time of my departure is at hand. I have fought a good fight. I have finished my course. I have kept the, the, the faith. Henceforth, there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, shall give me at that day, and not to me only, praise God, but unto all them that love his appearing. Isn't this what we're waiting for? His appearing? Isn't this what we're looking for? Hallelujah. This is our desire. His appearing. Praise God. Let's hear 2 Timothy 4, 6 through to the uh, 8th verse. Nanu ega atitanagu vadakke siddhanidene, nanu horatu hogabe kaga samayavu savyapavagide. Nanu ulle horata vannu horadidene, nanu nanna ota vannu mudisidene, nanu nambike ennu kaapadi addene. Innu munde nanagoskara neetiya kiritavu idalpattide, adannu neetiyulla nyaya dipatiyaga kartanu aa dinadalli nanage koduvanu, nanage maatravallade aatana barona vannu preetisuvavarellarige saha koduvanu. Amen. So those who love is appearing, what should they do? Verse 9, do thy diligence to come shortly to me. Don't run away from Paul, run to him. Why? Demas has forsaken me, having loved this present world, and has departed into Thessalonica. Crescens to Galatia, Titus to Dalmatia, only Luke is with me. Everybody still had a choice. So this is the time to think about it. People have come before us. Great men have come. Great men have gone back to heaven. Now it's our turn. Hallelujah. Let's run towards these things. Amen. Let's worship him. Oh, we remember your mercy. We remember your goodness. Hallelujah, Lord. You have brought us out again and again. We have been confounded. We have been in despair. We have been worried. We have been anxious. We have been so carried away now and then. Oh, we have gone through stuff. But you have always been there in your great mercy. You've always been there in your great loving kindness. Hallelujah. And so today we declare in Jesus' name, the God who gives grace and glory, he causes his face to shine upon us. No good thing will he withhold. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Just to bless your name. Just to gather in your name. Just to be able to breathe for you today. Hallelujah. We are grateful. We are grateful. It is in you we live and move and have our being. We give you praise. We give you thanks. Blessed be your holy name. Thank you, Holy Spirit, that you are the helper. You are helping us today. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Your people are receiving. Your people are receiving in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. The earth is yielding in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Thank you, team. Thank you all so much. If you like to give, this is a great opportunity. God is faithful to his word. He will do what he said. He will not withhold. In Jesus' name, you're blessed.